It's Thursday, March 5, 2020. For the first time in more than 240 days, there's no bushfires in New South Wales. Australia's record bushfires are finally out, as new study warns they're going to get worse. Climate coverage by corporate news media still falling short. Tropical forests losing the ability to absorb carbon. Plus, February 2020 was the second hottest February on record. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And we have ended the war in American energy. It was a war. And we're up here and we're doing it. And for those of you that want to hear it... We don't. Thank you. Shut up. Please, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it seems like every month, month after month after month, you're telling us this has been the hottest month ever recorded. Yes, most of the time. But hey, February 2020 is bucking the trend. It was only the second warmest February <laughs> oh, there, well, there on go. record. I know, I feel better now. Yep, it was the second warmest February on record globally since record keeping began in the mid-1800s. That's according to the European Union's climate agency Copernicus. NASA and NOAA are likely to announce similar findings in coming weeks. Both the U.S. and Europe just saw their warmest winter on record. And because the second hottest February follows the hottest January on record, that puts 2020 on track to potentially be one of the top two hottest years ever recorded. And that is remarkable in a year without an El Nino to boost global temperatures. Mm. Well, it is remarkable. All we can do, I guess, is keep letting people know. Yep. But many Americans still do not hear much about climate change on the nightly news. According to a new analysis by Media Matters, corporate broadcast nightly news shows did increase their coverage of climate change by more than 60 percent from 2018 to 2019. That's good. Yes, that is good. But even with that improvement, the total broadcast news climate coverage amounted to less than one percent of their overall content. That's less than four hours total over the entire year. Well, it's not all that important, I guess. It's just the end of human civilization as we know it. Well, there is one bright spot. In 2019, PBS ran more segments on the climate crisis than ABC, CBS, and NBC combined. Because they are supported by viewers like you. And also the oil companies. In Australia, officials this week declared that devastating bushfires have finally been extinguished in New South Wales eight months after they started, killing dozens of people and causing billions in damages. So the bushfire season is now eight months long? Yes. This week, a new study by scientists with the World Weather Attribution Project confirmed that man-made global warming fueled Australia's record season. They concluded that climate change made Australia's death devastating fire season at least 30 percent more likely, and they said that was a conservative estimate. They warned that the type of weather conditions that drive bushfires will continue to get worse as the planet warms unless society takes action to reduce emissions. CBS meteorologist Jeff Berardelli explains. We've already increased a degree since pre-industrial, a little bit more than that. If we see one more degree Celsius of warming, extreme fire weather like this season in Australia mm -hmm. will be four times more likely in the future. And we could see another degree of warming by 2050, so it's only three decades wow. away that it would be four times more likely uh, to see this kind of fire activity. 
Also not great news, tropical forests are losing their ability to absorb carbon. Intact tropical forests are a crucial carbon sink, removing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. But researchers at the University of Leeds, tracking 300,000 trees over 30 years, found that the ability of tropical forests to absorb carbon emissions is now declining decades earlier than had been predicted due to higher temperatures and droughts, which can slow growth and kill trees. And as tropical forests absorb less carbon than predicted, it will require reassessments of global carbon budgets and national emissions targets. Finally, a bit of good news. Wells Fargo Bank has become the third major U.S. bank to announce that it will stop financing new oil and gas projects in the Arctic, including the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Wells Fargo also said it will no longer back or facilitate transactions for mountaintop removal coal mining projects. Good. The bank joins Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan as the latest in an emerging global trend of banks declining to participate in the dirtiest fossil fuel projects and projects in fragile areas. Well, what took them so long? Yeah, I know. I should be glad they're doing it now, right? Right. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh, oh, the Wells Fargo.